Hey, I'm glad you made it. I'm Alicia, and this is Question Your Garden, an introspective podcast intended for self-exploration and personal development. I had this crazy thought that chatting about my own mental health journey might be helpful for others. So, here I am. Now, it needs to be said, this podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment or diagnoses. You should always consult with your doctor or therapist before making any changes to your treatment. Remember, I'm just a person on the internet talking about my own personal experiences and am in no way qualified to make life-changing decisions for you. Normally, this is where I give you a synopsis of what today's episode will be about, but it's my very first episode ever. I kind of think we need to go over some background on why this podcast is even here, you know? The short story, it's about personal development and self-exploration. Mostly my personal story, really. If cussing, cursing, swearing, or exploitives bother you, this probably isn't the podcast you want to be listening to. Just a fair warning. Also... Please bear with me as I'm a bit of an awkward human. Um, I've got lots to say, but not much practice actually saying it. I clam up, freeze, and I seem to give myself a million reasons not to say what I'm thinking or feeling, because now's not the right time. I get anxious too. It's a frantic feeling for me, one that makes me feel extremely low with that jazzed sensation in my body that I have to find an answer right this fucking second. Kind of a shitty combo to try to work through and let the feelings pass. I'm sure many of you can relate. Those anxious feelings, and much wine, helped birth the idea for this podcast. I've been feeling pretty not human, not alive. I mean, my whole identity is wrapped up in chickens. Yeah. Chickens. For those of you who don't know me, I have a ridiculous number of them. We're not talking numbers, so. But anyway. Anyway. Sitting with them is one of my favorite pastimes, but I'm not really okay with my name being exclusively synonymous with chickens. There's more to me than that, I think. But I don't really do anything else either. I've honestly been so out of touch with myself that even I haven't known what it is that I should focus on doing to improve my life or just enjoy actually living it. I mean, there's things I'd like to do, but I guess I haven't had the motivation to try to be better. I've been this way for years now, I think. I've made it so chickens pretty much are the only thing that can be my identity, because that's about the only thing I let others see about me. I struggle with allowing myself to be seen. I struggle with feeling validated, or not, for that matter. Fear of failure runs my life. So what do I decide to do? Make a late-night decision to try and start a podcast that I have zero experience with that has a high probability of failing. But, you know what? It feels a little less threatening because, one, I'm not promising to fix anyone since I'm not qualified for that. And two, it gives me practice actually speaking the words I want to say. Now, 
Why the name Question Your Garden? I recently read Emily Nagoski's book, Come As You Are. It's about women's sexuality and getting more in touch with things that negatively affect libido. In it, she brings up the metaphor of the garden. Here, let me read you the introduction to this concept she provided in her book. It goes like this. On the day you were born, you're given a little plot of rich and fertile soil, slightly different from everyone else's. And right away, your family and your culture start to plant things and tend the garden for you until you're old enough to take over its care yourself. They plant language and attitudes and knowledge about love and safety and bodies and sex. And they teach you how to tend your garden because as you tra transition through adolescence into adulthood, you'll take on full responsibility for its care. And you didn't choose any of that. You didn't choose your plot of land, the seeds that were planted, or the way your garden was tended in the early years of your life. As you reach adolescence, you begin to take care of the garden on your own, and you may find that your family and culture have planted some beautiful, healthy things that are thriving in a well-tended garden, and you may notice some things you want to change. Maybe the strategies you were taught for cultivating the garden are inefficient, so you need to find different ways to take care of it so that it will thrive. Maybe the seeds that were planted were not the kind of thing that will thrive in your particular garden, so you need to find something that's a better fit for you. Some of us get lucky with our land and what gets planted. We have healthy and thriving gardens from the earliest moments of our awareness. And some of us get stuck with some pretty toxic crap in our gardens, and we're left with the task of uprooting all the junk and replacing it with something healthier, something we choose for ourselves. I connected with this immediately. The more I think about it, the more I'm able to recognize things like my learned values and beliefs as they show up. Like, I always feel like I'm going to fail at things. And since I'm afraid to fail at things, I don't try. I'm not really sure how that belief got planted or where it came from, but it's there. And guess what? <laughs> I don't want that shit in my garden anymore. Failure's how you learn. Mistakes are how you learn. I try to remind myself of that as often as possible, and yet that belief still persists. It's not useful to me, or anyone really, and as a matter of fact, it's toxic. It's limiting and debilitating. Sure, Emily's book has a central focus on women's sexuality, but this metaphor, it's more than just about women's sexuality. It's about questioning the things you were taught. It's about reviewing what was handed to you, or in this case, planted for you, and making a conscious decision on its value, impact, in literal place in your own life. I think the easy part is going to be in discovering the things that were planted that are no longer value. The hard part? Weeding those things out. Digging up root systems. Cutting persistent vines that try to grow in from neighboring gardens. The garden metaphor is valuable to nearly every aspect of your life and beliefs. And this podcast... 
This podcast is about me questioning my garden in hopes that you too will question yours. Anywho, thanks for listening, guys. Your support means a lot to me, even if it's just a simple share on social media or to a friend or family member who you feel might enjoy the podcast too. If you want to send me an email, it's questionyourgarden at gmail.com. Also, I can't forget to give a shout out to both Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com and Scott Buckley at scottbuckley.com.au for the music transitions they provided for use in the show. Be sure to check out the show notes for any links or additional information from the episode. Until next time, keep weeding. Keep weeding.